You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Boardwalk Empire After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424 256 1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Boardwalk Empire After Show. Nice. So you can tell Marissa is back on the board. In comes our music. Bing is for doing, and we are doing Boardwalk Empire here at AfterBuzz TV. Season 3, Episode 4, entitled Blue... Bell Boy. I'm your host, Kevin Undergaro, and I'm without Bethany. However, I have a replacement here. Your name? It's Kristen Carney. Hey, guys. Hi, hey. Kristen Carney. And of course, it's my Irish side. Before we get into it, I have my attorney with me and my co host, <laughs> Ebony K. Williams, guys. Ebony K. Williams. You're going to have to step in as my attorney, so, I have a feeling, too. And then once yeah. again, I'm surrounded by beautiful women, and I love it. Uh, does that make me misogynist as well as racist for saying that? Ebony, you have to defend me, so please. I'm, I'm instructing my, count, my client. Makes you human. Complete as fifth. Silent on that, Kevin. Silent, okay. People Thank confuse you. human with racist. Okay, so tell me, before we get into it, because we have another amazing episode, but amazing. tell you it's saying you have some... I have some family that um, was kind of miniature mafia, I guess you could say, in, um, in upstate New York. My grandmother and her mother and father started a the only speakeasy essentially in the area okay um so they they made their own moonshine uh, i grew up hearing stories about it but my great grandfather eventually was killed by the mafia the only thing that they would really say uh because it my grandmother would lose it when anyone would bring up her father right. um and they would only say that they tied bricks to his feet Ooh. like and it was over it was over the alcohol yeah. And, and business. yeah yeah and you're you're sicilian I'm sus- I'm part Sicilian. Part Sicilian. I'm yeah. part Sicilian as well, yeah. and that is a big part of tonight's yeah. episode, which we'll get into right. when we talk about uh, Lucky and Meyer and Messeria. Um, yeah, and, and I'll tell you again, getting myself into more trouble. I <laughs> I knew people that uh, were from Italy, and if they found out you were Sicilian, they'd be like, "Get out of my house!" Oh, get right. Out. Get right. Out. It was. We. I mean, our family still. They're small time crooks, kind of now nowadays. But back then, the Sicilians can be a very they, scary group, or yeah. at least they were thought of. But my grandmother was in with the cops. She always was making them pies and cakes, and they were always over for dinner. And it was just because you know it was always brushing under the rug that they were the criminals yeah, in the area. Local right. cops always they usually can play ball pretty well, as right. we see on this show. Yeah, and the, it's the feds that just they're tough, tough to yeah. get the feds. Yeah, but the small time cops they were there they're drinking great. They're just the best. as well. Yeah, to this day. Yeah, to this day. Yeah. Yeah. To this day, lots of them. Okay, so before we get into like the most, the real juicy, amazing stuff, we got to touch at least touch on Margaret, Doctor right. Mason, right. their relationships advancing. Very funny scene with the sister, 
who doesn't want to hear the word vagina, right. doesn't want to hear the word pregnancy. Right. Um, Sounds Kotex. like my mom. Yeah, no, Kotex. And the fact that Kotex, right, <laughs> I is... I thought that was neat. That yeah. is, isn't that very cool? Yeah. Yeah. Still a brand, still around. Yeah. Still around, and you probably a little kickback. Hopefully HBO got yeah. off that like they oh, do yeah. on Mad Men. But, you know, very interesting that it was just invented and that they... And she's like, can they sell these? Right. <laughs> Openly? Right. Right. <laughs> Really nice, like I love the I love the tie back to the time, and you know Mike August, who's a, one of our super fans, who you know gives me most of the great stuff that I'm able to uh, espouse here. <laughs> but he was saying how uh, cleanliness was a resonating theme throughout this episode. Yeah, it was. Nice. So yeah. we see that it, that's what caused all the miscarriages and the problems, and obviously Cotex, and then we see what happens with Al Capone later. Right. Um, poor Margaret out in the boulevard trying to. Um, get people on board yeah she's not getting uh, much love and then she deals with the the lady that kind of lit the wick to yeah. this whole movement it, it bother. I can I think we now have an answer as to why um, the woman who had the um, uh, miscarriage uh, was Ed, sure. Edwina Shearer right it, it, and now I understand why she's been so cold to Margaret it's because of her hu- husband's views on women's health because when Margaret went to speak up about, hey, there's a woman's uh, seminar going on, that's when Edwina, I don't, yeah, I don't I know if I'm saying her name right, gave Margaret the look like, don't, don't say anything. Don't even bring it up. And you could see almost this sympathetic exchange between Margaret. She's like, I get it now. Yeah, yes. like, okay, I feel you're, you, so I see you're, why. You're with this big bully right. who just wants you to be a baby machine, and right? It almost up. reminded me of Margaret's old husband. Who yes. Nucky, Nucky killed in the beginning. Yes. He yes. gave me that vibe. They're, you know, lower class. They don't have it very easy. And he was abusive towards Margaret. And I think she just saw that that uh, energy between them and backed off. And she's being the responsible one, much like Margaret was, or trying to be, even right. about buying the candy. Right. And he's like, no, you know, whatever. So buy the unhealthy snack, waste right. the money, right. and let's have more kids irresponsibly. Ready. You know, I had a real conspiracy theory moment for a second. Well, I was like, I wonder if she knew what she was doing and if the miscarriage was self-induced. And I, I oh, don't yeah. know, oh. but, but I had that moment. Because yeah. she, well, she's a, she seems like a smart And she lady. said, I know all about it. Remember that line oh. where she was like, I know all of it. I know about all of it. Very good. Yeah. And... Yeah. That's interesting. You're right. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. And he, her husband said, when she's ready, maybe we can do it again. So maybe she wasn't ready. Maybe right. she didn't want it. Right. So that could back up your theory. <laughs> but I think yeah. you might be right. Yeah. So so have we, have we seen the last of her? I don't think so. For sure not. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I got my, my piece from her. You know, like we, she kind of, to me, seemed like she played her role. We get it. It got the word out that women Speak weren't to the progressive. Time. Mm-hmm. Right. And I Held feel like down by the men. her duty is now kind of over as a character to me. I don't see pulling her back in making any real. I don't think she would team I, up with Margaret or anything. You know, it's this, these shows are so thick and so layered. And we, you know, we were talking about this before we went up on the air about how when we watch this we have to block off the screening room <laughs> and it's you have to be so intense and you know the fans are very unforgiving to us when we miss things but it's really hard to pick there's so much so many characters yeah. so many subplots it's a big and, responsibility we have here it's huge <laughs> yeah. and i but even the fact that the fact that women and women's rights and women's power is such a a resonating theme last season and and especially yeah, this season Every episode is yes. is dealing with that, and of course we're we're still going to have 
all the mafia wars and the rise to power and the politics. But we're seeing that every single episode there is, you know, the women trying to, you know, rise up. And we see it with Jillian. Right. We see it with Margaret. Right. right. Um, even, uh, you know, I don't want to jump around, but even when... Um, She's uh, w- w- when Owen was Katie. in bed with Katie. Yeah. yeah, you know, you see how she's just like, "No, nah, be late." Yeah, did you she see had that? Literally she's, by the, yeah. you know what? Yeah, yeah. right. And, and like, then with Van Al- Van Alden's right. wife right. from we're last seeing, episode. So yeah, we're yeah. seeing it, and and it was interesting though in the final shot to see the newspaper article where poor Carrie's plane yeah. went down in Yosemite. Well, I think that really symbolizes just kind of the melancholy just um unraveling of everything from this episode yeah it kind of grounds margaret too like there's going to be you know some some backlash and and some not so fairy tale endings with this whole thing you're taking over for sure right because when we saw the plane flying by a few episodes ago there was a real sense of hope and growth and now that it's down you're feeling that you know al capone even though i mean i don't want to jump around either but there was a sense of just kind of sadness over the whole episode, of, a tone of weakness of we, weaker people, you know, kind of being beaten down. Right. It, it definitely, right. yeah, definitely, which was appropriate, right? Because October's National Anti-Bullying Month. <laughs> I'm is just it really, it is, it is, and um, I thought that was very appropriate. I feel for like every month to advocate. For I think that. every month it feels every like, month. But is, by the way, so yeah. the whole bullying thing, it's like I, I, who's well, you'd have to really be an asshole to be right. not behind an anti-bullying right. campaign. Right. Like, yeah. I'm pro-bullying. I mean, right, right. right. <laughs> so, so it's just, it's so hard that it's just, it's so in your face. It's so yeah. in your face. I was bullied, and I'm sick of hearing about it. Right. You know? No, I was too. I think yeah. we all, I don't know many people who weren't, yeah. uh, especially in Hollywood. My God, it's what drives that's all the psychopaths why we're here. up here. Right. right. I put myself in that category. But um, it's funny. You're, you're, I know you're a huge Corolla fan like me, and... And he makes an interesting point that with the the, the anti bullying people are such bullies right. now right. in in their verse. They're swapping roles. Yes. So it's interesting. Yeah. And of course we saw that tonight to a degree. Um I do want to say this about ahead, Margaret please. though, real quick, about Doctor Mason. Because, you know, obviously we're seeing Nucky, you know, with with Billy. Uh, Billy. I think Margaret obviously there might be a thing of like, is Doctor Mason going to are they going to hook I've up? been saying it. What do yeah. you think? I think they are because I think Margaret's going to realize that someone else who's involved in causes that yes. she's also interested in is going to be yes. a major turn. They're working for her. together. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So I, I can see them. Yeah. I liked her about. better with him than Owen. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You know, to yeah. be with Owen. a doctor who's educated and, yes. you know, I feel like it's sad because the series, most of these series end in a very tragic way or, or like you said, a melancholy way or it's it's just always kind of an ironic ending you we'd like to see her with him but it just seems like when the road of, with the good intentions the road of hell you know I, I feel like yeah. it won't work out it's that not gonna way be neat. yeah where she ends up with her doctor because it would be perfect down yeah. the road but i don't know i mean we'll we will wait and see in the meantime please uh this week go to itunes and continue to rate and comment on us um there weren't uh I, oh no! I wasn't a racist. I'm I'm someone yeah. of privilege. No, I grew up in privilege. Okay, that's still so, a victory, Kevin. Yes, is that a victory? <laughs> Do we a take victory. that as a W? We take that one for the team. That's nice. A w. Okay, yes. good. Um, <laughs> but I was telling you guys, like my poor dad, who died like in, at 54, was like a, a construction worker. Like, right. Right. so not someone of privilege. Right. They were right about one thing. I grew up in a in a, in a very Italian neighborhood where it was all Italian Irish Catholic. Right. And mm-hmm. then, but then I went to work in the carny business, which was 
was everything. I mean, there wasn't a type of person that I didn't deal with for 10 years and, and sleep next to and live with. And so, and then, of course, one of the things in Hollywood that's very cool is we are a melting pot. We have yeah. every type of person in this business. And some of the most notorious, meanest people I've met are also very, still very open right. because they can do business with Right. other ethnicities or genders or whatever right. so it's it's very interesting i mean there is a bit of a boys club out here but i think that's the war and being with maria menounos you know working with maria right. i see that and that sucks but i don't see i see oh we don't get it for all the crap we do in this business we don't get a lot of credit for the fact that we we do work together v- yeah, very sure. well there's like a lot even there's like, an underlying like okay we're all cool yeah together. even like sonata who you would think would be the worst like he would you would think he would hate gays and he would hate commies and he would hate um uh blacks and yet he yeah. was always the one who took up for civil rights causes civil right, rights causes sure. left-wing uh, writers who were thought as pinko he'd be the oh, one yeah. to give them their job yeah. Gay right. people, so it's it's just it's yeah. kind of the kind of the cool thing about this business. Anyway, whatever, another bad tangent. It's not for this show, <laughs> but please. Bottom keep going line to, is rate and comment. Please rate and comment. Go to iTunes. It really helps us a lot, and we 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 like are all obsessed with this show. We're all so excited for our Sunday night. But I do want to say this also: what? race is plays a huge part in the show. Huge! Oh, so oh my God, it was all over the show. Just talking about race right. doesn't mean it's racist. You know, it doesn't make. Right. Just because we're, it's a racial but I category. Don't, but sometimes I do, I do fuck See, around. See, my, my threshold for being like offended is so like high. Like high. I don't right. get offended by anything. So I just see it as a discussion. But you're right. But, but you're right. And you can't. It, we can't. We can't we, ignore that stuff. And we can't ignore it. And I we know. can't. You know, I even have friends in the business that got off Twitter that I don't want to say the names, but they're celebrities or they're broadcasters. And it was actually affecting what mm. the fans were saying was affecting how they were saying it. Right. They, they had That's to shut it off because yeah. you can't. It, you're right. I'm glad you said that because we, when we, especially when we, when we get into Lucky and Meyer, you know, you can't avoid the whole race thing. No, it's it's huge. just the Irish and the Italians and the Jewish right. and the, it's and the what blacks. Made the country. Like, but yeah. it, this, but this show itself is just it's boiling. Right. So right. We, we definitely can't get around it. And when we we do finally. Um, you know, talk about New York. It, there's so much more, and there's so much history involved there that involves race that I'm going to get into. Um, anyway, but like I said, please rate and comment <laughs> on us when you can. All right, so I loved Al Capone. <laughs> yeah. This, I yeah. loved Chicago. He, he makes kicking people's butts pretty acceptable in my in my moral book well, in a way because he's such a he's kind of likeable. an underdog kind of figure right um, on this show this, on, on this show in this the way portrayal they portray him. right exactly. not he's in real a, life he's yeah. as i am saying weekly he's a, a muppet baby yeah. right he's in his muppet baby <laughs> phase is, yeah it's it's perfect it's gangster babies with yeah. him and <laughs> meyer babies. and lucky but it was what i what i liked was you know his character is always portrayed it seems like in hollywood as such a brute Right. And from my research on him, he was very brute-like. Yeah. Mm. But most of those guys do not get to power without having a charm or being charming. They just don't. They have to have something to them. And they also, all of these guys that, at least the guys that I worked with back east that were mobsters, they all had this, like, strange sense of justice. Sure. Right. It was, you know, it wasn't just about, it it was mostly, it was about the money, but then they always had this thing where, like, you know, this one guy I knew, the neighbor would complain to him, like, oh, my daughter's dating this guy and he's hitting it. What? And then, right. like, they were, right. Right, they were all right. over it. It had nothing to do with money. Well, it's almost like Masseria said uh, about the heart. Having they have a lot of heart. Yeah. You know, and might 
come out in the wrong way to the general public, but everything they're doing, they justify as morally correct. Right. So I like that. I we we saw touches of it on The Sopranos, but I I've never I've rarely seen that in Capone. Right. Yeah. So it was nice. Yeah. To see it, and you know, we all knew it was coming. Oh, right. Yeah, right? Sure. We yeah. we knew. Well, because the writers did a great job of obviously setting up this scenario where he couldn't get you know this protective feeling towards his son like that wasn't working so he had to have another outlet to kind of be the protector <laughs> right and and you know um Gusick or whatever you know gave it to him for sure and what what great like great directing because yeah. um you know he he couldn't even get the words out of the story <laughs> he was gone, he was right. gone. Yeah. it was done yeah. right oh it was the fact you know once he said i can't help it right. just like the yeah. son can't help being deaf exactly and what a sweet moment with the son where he just stopped. He knew the kid wasn't a fighter, and the right. kid, and he just hugged him. It was really nice. And yeah. I, and I, I, I don't like the black and white characters, meaning the totally evil against the right. totally right. good guy. I right. love the shades of gray, and and well, to see that, we saw a few epi- or a few seasons ago him being really tough on his son and not really backing down. He was right. really cold to him. Mm-hmm. You know, he's right. stupid. He's stupid. And right. he didn't see that right. soft side. So when they showed this, I thought to myself, no, please don't have him be really mean to his son again. Because right. it's not going to make me want to be on Ale's side at all. And you know what? I believe that he wouldn't have been mean to the son. Because what I knew, and I, I know um, there's, a, there's an actress by the name of Rosemary from the Dick Van Dyke show. It's mm-hmm. way back. And she had a whole career as a three-year-old. She was known as Baby Rosemary, and she did vaudeville. Mm-hmm. And she actually met Al Capone. She tells the story all the time where he, he, he quotes that the wife wants to meet the kid. <laughs> and so he's a little girl. She was marched into his um, his dining room. And it was, she said, the, it, it looked like a hundred foot long table. You know, she was a little kid. But she said there were 20 or 30 people at the table. So clearly it was very long. And she said nothing but loving and amazing with the kids. It was, look what daddy did. I, You know, his little... Mm-hmm. So, I'm glad that we got to see that, you know, he would be... Because, you know, Italian parents, they, they are... Uh, you know, I, I just I just buy it. That's all I'm going to oh, say. Yeah. From right. my experience with... I buy it, and what, I, what I've read, I buy that he would be tough on the kids, but he would have a soft side. But you've got to have some humility, right? Because it's to your point, Kevin, Some to lead, people have to want to follow. That's it. Right. And because yeah. he is in his Muppet baby stage, he's still got, got a heart. He's not as yep. hardened as he will be as an older man. But I think he'll always, have, he'll have a heart. He'll always have yeah. the humility. Yeah. Because people always have to be um, motivated to follow him and kind of uh, take. And I think we're going to see that from Nucky, too. He and, at some point's going to have to. Well, Nucky always had that kind of charm. And now we see it's, it's going away with him. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> so I like when it comes back. Right. But we're seeing it go away. And we'll get into Nucky later. And we'll also get into Jip later. But even Jip shows that bit of charm. <laughs> oh yeah, you know he shows it a little bit, like he shows it with the waitress, or yeah. he shows it with Jillian. Jillian yeah. What he needs to get, what he needs, he can he can show enough of it. So it's like I think a lot of times a good writer will get that with a character, with a bad guy villain. A bad writer won't. But there's always, if you think about some of the biggest successful assholes you knew, <laughs> they all have this. Even in Hollywood, they right. all have yeah. this like kind of charm about right. them. They can make you laugh. Yeah. They can make you want to do things right. for them. They'll kind of be mean to you, but at the same time, they're like your elder, and they they'll they make have you moments feel, yeah. right where they can pull you in. So, yeah. I I really love seeing it. I love seeing the moment with him and the son, and it again. I I guess because I'm just still at the end of the day, I'm a guy who likes you know kick ass stuff. 
I enjoyed seeing the bully get his head squashed. Just desserts. Yeah, Yeah, it was awesome. The way he, you know, threw maybe one bill and then another bill and then just eventually threw the whole wad and said, take care of the funeral was so amazing. Yeah. Oh, I think that's what I I live for right now in my life. I don't know if you guys heard me say that, but I said, oh, the money's coming out. Even before he made the reach, (laughs) I knew because it's always that way. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what's so great about back then is that you do something so horrific, but yet there's still that character and charm that goes along with it, which is what we've just been mentioning. But he puts on the hat grabs the jacket you know says his goodbyes you know he doesn't run in with a mask and like you know just well, he beat him over the head he, uh, talk to the guy right presentations everything appearance right everything right so we kind of saw that so yeah well. the full circle of, yeah and you know and it's as much of you know we're talking about the end of that little subplot we know that with obanion Right, right. Things are going to heat up so much worse. Yeah. That's wow. g- that's going to escalate and we know we know through history that I think O'Banion has another five they're in 23 so O'Banion's got another like 6 years it all comes to a head like I think in 29. Right. Um Wait, was this 22? I thought this year was 19 23. 23. It's 23. 23. Yeah, they said it, it was start, we started with the a new year. year. I always thought it was 22. Um, okay. All right, Marissa, what's up with the the Afterbus fall schedule? Well, Kevin. <laughs> what? Uh, our fall schedule is in full swing now. We're doing about 50, 55 shows a week. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, we're doing a lot. And like Boardwalk Empire. Marissa said she wants sure. a day off. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well. I never said that. Is that what she said? <laughs> no, oh, that's what she's saying. You're costing me my job. For <laughs> yeah. And so we have a lot of shows coming up. And if there's a show out there, there's a good chance we're probably covering it. So yeah. make sure to tune into AfterBuzz TV. Fall schedule. Maybe you can go to AfterBuzz TV. TV.com. Is that what we have it up? Yes, AfterBuzzTV.com. Very cool. And I think, you know, it's so funny with Homeland. Um, I'm kind of glad, I'm, you know, I thought I'd be doing that show because, it, you know, I was a fan of it last season, but it butts up against this one. Okay. And um, all I'm going to say is I love Homeland. It's a great show, but made the right you choice. You made the right choice. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, for sure. That's all yeah. I'll say. <laughs> Don't want to be smirched the show. It's a great show. He's just but, talking about the panel, actually. But, right. Yes, <laughs> it is a panel. You're right. Sure. It's a great panel. Um, okay, so finally, we talk about New York and yes, Meyer Lansky, Benny, Lucky, and Messeria. Now, th- it was interesting. Today, I was, you know, just trying to brush up on my research, and it was so great that I did because everything that I read about all came to fruition but Messeria was um, known as a, uh, a mustache Pete hmm. and a mustache Pete was known as an old time mobster it was the guys right out of Italy right out of the old world right out of the old country right out of Sicily and they they had a very old world thing way of doing business hmm. but if you weren't 100% Italian or Sicilian they didn't mess with you. They didn't want any business. They didn't want you around. You were not in. You were not to be trusted. And they didn't even want to do business with you. Right. And very progressive, that Lucky comes in with Meyer and is introducing a new way right. of gangster life or mafia life. And there's a conflict between the old guard and the Muppet Babies, the new guard, in real history, I'm saying. And it's it's all based on this. And the, the irony is, this Messeria says, they'll stab you in the back or whatever. And the irony is, is that nobody was closer partners than Meyer and Lucky. And their run 
was a very very long run right and they totally had each other's backs um also had rothstein's back Mm -hmm. as long as they could right Right. and so it's just it was very interesting but we see that today even you know um like generationally in terms of acceptance of kind of breaking down historical um with the old guard not accepting the new ways of course it's been going on forever yeah generations always more accepting and things seem to change because the old isn't always working so you have these old guys, you know. You always have that. Right. And you so, know. you know, you have to adjust with the times. and. I see with our business all the time. Yeah. You know, all the time. But, but you I'm know. a traditionalist. I like to stick with the old, I, in a sense, because oh I kind of grew up. In, in a sense, because I had that family. Right. The, the, the Italian family. I had a half Irish, half Italian family. So I really had this, you know, just kind of old-fashioned. Like I said, with the Margaret and the nun, I really felt like, in a sense, I've heard my mom. My mom's what, not you, like you that. You were taken up for the nun? No, oh God, no! <laughs> but um, I say God with a capital G too. I'm very right, good. respectful. Nice job. But uh, no, I'm. You know, I come from that kind of where my mom wasn't like that, but she would tell stories about you know being uncomfortable having women's products and things like that. And you know, I know all. I I just heard it growing up so right. much. Anyway, it was very interesting <laughs> that Joe he kept calling him Salvatore. Now, we've known right. him as Lucky Luciano or Charlie, whatever. Right. But the fact he kept saying Salvatore, Salvatore. he was just, he just he was trying to remind him. Remind him, that's right. Being a sellout, because basically he was right. summoned right. to be called a sellout. Right. right. Point blank, period. So he's speaking Italian, yes. and, and Lucky's throwing out the English, and um, yeah, but, he doesn't, but he doesn't shoot him. He's, you know, he, he sits at surprised. the window. <laughs> he doesn't yeah. shoot him. But we yeah. see that they're far away in negotiations. Yes, he, you know, uh, oh, Meyer says three to two, settle at five. Yeah. And he's like, I want 30. Yeah. So it's like, wow. So you know things are heating up like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that Lucky would have been better off there with someone like Meyer? Or wouldn't he no. have even spoken? No. He wouldn't have even, no. even sat at the table no. with the, him. Because Lucky doesn't have, when he's alone, he's not going to have any, you know, backup. He has to anyone. be alone, though. But he has to because he knew, like, they were animals. They would have right. just, just snapped. Right. They would have just, it, yeah. it would have been a complete disconnect. Right. Right. They wouldn't have even been able to have the conversation. Right. Period. Point blank. Right. I'm just wondering how Lucky's going to get you know, not. I want. I wonder how Lucky's not going to do the thirty percent when he doesn't have anyone else on his side to back him up. He's gonna. He's gonna cave in and he's gonna say okay to thirty percent because he doesn't have those guys on his side the way. I mean, Messerly right. Does. He's a Muppet baby, so right. he may have to play along for a little while. Right. Sure. Um, you know, the other thing is with with Lucky and Meyer. You know, they both get credit for setting really setting up organi- modern day organized crime. Right. right. They were the ones who said, you know what, let's make this more of a corporation. Let's 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 organize. We have these five families. I think Lucky ends up running the Javanese family. He's the first leader of the the Javanese family. But they, but they're the ones that get all the all the families working together. And of course, all you know, twenty nine is the massacre. But mm-hmm. it, it's and they survived that. But it, gr- interesting characters and and the the actor. I just think he plays it so well. You know, you can see it in the scene. He just he hated being in that position, but he had to be right. You know, right. So we'll be seeing more. Now, were you you were saying something about the actor playing Messeria? What were you saying? I was saying that he looked. Um, I'm originally from New Orleans, Louisiana, and so when he first got on the screen, he looked Creole to me. He looked very ethnic, what we call a touch of the brush. Like he almost looked like he could have been a black guy, quite right. frankly. Um, but as we were discussing earlier, like with the Sicilian, and there's just so much um, kind of hybridness um, ethnically. Right. Um, oh, and they're, and they're so like, no, no, we're not. We're Sicilian. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. our own. Th- like, no. Well, that's how Creoles are, even. They right. even say we're not black in that we're way. We're Creole. We're Creole. Right. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, what what uh, Lucky 
um, in real life, they, they founded the commission, Lucky and Meyer Lansky, mm-hmm. which was, I think, what you were just yes. mentioning. Yeah, the commission. The, which is the, yeah, they organized everybody. Right. And it's, uh, it's interesting. If you, you want to, like, do research on those guys, it's, I mean, well, 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 like their careers really kicked in in the 30s and the 40s, you know, like the, and took went all the way to Cuba right. and then launching Vegas. I mean, like these right. guys were like, this is nothing. Right. This right. is we're just it's their mother babies. We're just yeah. we're scratching the surface. Um, good stuff. OK, so finally, mm, the good stuff. discussing Nucky and Owen and, of course, our little friend Roland. Yeah. I thought the Nucky-Owen relationship was the most interesting one of this entire uh, episode because it was just constant tension in terms of the trust issues that are clearly going on with those two. Mm -hmm. That was really incredible. I feel like, I feel like he, you know, he, he, earlier in the series, he had a real relationship with his brother. He had a real relationship with Jimmy. Right. I mean, these guys really had his back and he could trust them. Right. We know Owen slept with his wife. (laughs) And he's not, I don't know, Owen's, even the fact that Doyle, you know, kind of asked defers Owen, to yeah, defers to Owen in sure. the meeting in front of everybody. Right. Yeah. And then the fact that Owen shows up late when he says, right. like, get, read the paper, get to my place immediately, shows up late. When he wants right. to. When he wants to. Well, I think Nucky's going to be the, is really the source of his own undoing because he's not really great at keeping relationships. And he had to ask Owen, why do you support me? And it wasn't. It, you, now, this is when they're in the basement drinking, right? The, right. It was, right. You know, it was. I like that scene because Nucky's had this guard up. He had it up at the beginning. Right, the guard, right. Of the show, at the episode, and at the end. And we're seeing it more and more, and the guard's right. getting more and more. He's just becoming this really. But it's not going to help him in the long run. No. It's but then hurt him. in that moment of weakness, they hadn't slept, guards dropped. Mm-hmm. It was back to being mm-hmm. more human Nucky. Right. So I was like, oh, wow, this is interesting how this is right. going. I have to say in defense of my dear friend Enoch, Malachi Thompson, mm-hmm. um, that I would see why he would be guarded, though. I mean, your brother tried to kill you. That's I mean, right. com- this, this is not coming from nowhere. One, right. um, he doesn't know who to trust at this point, quite frankly. So I really liked that moment um, that you just spoke of when Owen did verbally just let him know, look, like, I'm down for you. I'm loyal to you. Nucky did ask him why, and he told him why, because you made a space for me. But then he also said, but you pay me. Well, yeah, that's true. You know, so it's it can be a fleeting relationship. Nucky is obviously going to be out in the cold. I don't want to get into, predic- into predictions, but he might not have the money to pay Owen, you know, for maybe a little while. Owen could leave. Owen could side with, uh, with whereas Jim. J- whereas Jimmy, know? he would always been there without the right. money. Early Jimmy. There's, Early Jimmy. There's a family bond there. And, Nucky doesn't and, have that. And Eli as well, you know, might have uh, in the past. And you're right, and he doesn't have it. But what um, were those family bonds even worth? Because we saw both Eli and they went Jimmy the other way. go the other way. They went the other way. And, of course, which is what makes Nucky the way he is. Um, I understand where Nucky's coming from, He's, but he's making some mistakes in being yeah. so reactionary. Right. You sure. know, by, by saying, for instance, by telling Eli that's the last gift you're getting. Right. You know, you, you you bring your enemies closer right. it, or you keep them totally away. Yeah. And the fact that he's got them in there, it, I get having them do a low-level job, keeping mm-hmm. away from them. But don't tell them. Don't, yeah. Don't right. tell them. Don't incite them. And we'll, we'll talk about their relationship, you know, as we as we end the podcast. But it was interesting with how Roland mm-hmm. played them 
both. I'm 16. I've never smoked. Right. I feel like that might have had a role in Nucky shooting him because he tricked Nucky. Of course. And then the fact that he slept and he's like, and and Nucky said, I don't know what he cares about. And remember, Mm -hmm. that, that to me, I took that as a little bit of a callback to the fact that Jimmy by the end said he didn't care he'd seen so much death he didn't care and of course we know Jimmy that part of Jimmy had to be killed not the little kid Jimmy that he he raised and so because you can't trust somebody that has nothing to lose you just can't right right but I saw Roland as possibly a new Jimmy if he let him in possibly but we but he knows what happened with Jimmy so he's like nope so that's why we're gonna nip this in the bud right Mm -hmm. right Yeah. And then we see Owen and him draw guns on each other. Right. Did you see that? Yeah. So I wonder if that's foreshadowing. I think that was absolutely telling of Owen, again, still not knowing that he's fully trusted by Nucky because of everything that's been going on with those two. And Nucky was, like, letting him know, like, don't you don't misunderstand. This is what happens to people that cross me, just so you know. Just so you know how it goes. And yeah. Owen seemed pretty upset with him for shooting him. Obviously, he can't Definitely. say it. Yeah. But he's mad. Now, I don't think... Mad or just... And also stunned. Like, wow. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, you're crazy. You're crazier yeah. than I thought you were. Right. right. You were really, like, cold. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, um, but that's what keep. But that, in a way, could keep people in line. Could keep Owen in line, not knowing yes. what else he's going to do. Yes. I mean, that's what he's. I'm not he's saying going all the obvious for. right now. But well, no, that's you, true. no, 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 not at all. And what was what was interesting? One of the triggers. Let's go upstairs. There's bacon and eggs upstairs. And of so course. This has been the big thing about bacon and cooking and right. you know, making breakfast, and it was all like a tie back to that. Right. Now, do we think that has to do with Nucky's mom? Is that what yes, you guys have been saying been from the previous episodes? I, I take that from, you know, I'll talk about it with our catches of the week. We have some great catches of the week from Mike, super fan Mike August, but we also have now something we we call Afterblog. Right. So right. afterbuzztv.com backslash Afterblog, would that take you there, Marissa? That is correct. Okay, so we have uh, Jason Squamata. He's an amazing writer. In fact, we're, him and I are um, doing a novel together that should be out in another six months or a year. Um, but he's an amazing writer, and he has been writing some uh, blogs since the first episode. So check them out. Just much more expansive than what we're going over. But the one of the things he was saying, and uh, I guess now's a good time as any for me to tell you what was in last week's blog about the whole breakfast scene um, and the dream sequence. Right. Remember the dream sequence? Yeah. He said, Nucky's subtly uh, fixing the kid breakfast like he would for his mom in his early years of abject poverty. Nucky wants to take care of people. But Billy... The, his his little um, side piece. His little side piece. Mm-hmm. But Billy doesn't want to be his kept woman. Jimmy didn't want to be his underling. And through a veil of sizzling bacon vapor, little boy Jimmy is bleeding through a hole in his face. An embodiment of an embody, an embodied judgment of Nucky's deep hypocrisy. The frying pan is now a smoking gun. Mm-hmm. Nucky wants to take care of people until they obstruct his business maneuvers. Then he wants them gone. He may have decided that he can't be half a gangster, but the half of him that wasn't a gangster lives on in his dreams of his loss, of loss, longing, and shame. Right. Kind That's of interesting, interesting. right? Yeah, so yeah, I, like, really I, I thought that was a great take. So please uh, continue to check out After Blog for that and other blogs, but I also think that that, to me, was a pretty good explanation yeah. of yeah. what all that means. Um, I thought it was interesting, too, that we were reminded of the non-gangster side of Nucky in this episode with um, Roland talking about, oh, when I was six, you gave my mom and our family a turkey. Yep. And for that moment, we kind of remember, oh, yeah, he used to be kind of a he, kinda halfway nice. nice guy. Right. And the char- and using that charm, yeah. that, that decency, you know, which helped him get the power. Right, right. But that definitely talks back to helping Jimmy and how he helped people and how and with his mom and all that. Right. As 
the kid saying that? Was Nucky being seduced by him, or did he know all along I'm going to shoot him? Uh, I like to think that he had a soft so- side for a minute. I think so, too. But tying in the cigarette from the beginning and the cigarette at the end, I think he was holding that cigarette knowing I'm going to give this back to him. Because he offered it, a, he offered Roland a cigarette when they were originally going to shoot him before the before the feds showed up. Do you remember that? And yes. then, you know, then they go through the basement, and then as soon as the kid takes out, out a cigarette, it seems like Nucky's waiting to give him that cigarette he was going to give him before his last smoke his before last he smoke. shoots him. So, so I think Nucky was going to shoot him the whole time. The whole time, even you don't think he he thought I l- about I want to think he. he thought about it but even in his tired stupor i don't think nucky's softening softening at all i think he's i think he's pretty cold i think for a second i wanted to think he was maybe toying with it but now that i kind of go back to last or the two episodes ago um when he killed the guy who gave him roland smith's name i think he's just if you steal from me this is what happens period point blank right right i think he was really shooting him as a way to to speak to owen I really do. I really feel like he feels like Owen's getting out from under his, his, you know, mm-hmm. his grasp. And by showing, because we're really intimidated by Jip, and we'll, I know we'll get to Jip, but Jip's unpredictable, and that's why you're scared of him. Right. And true. I think if Nookie, be, Nucky becomes unpredictable, mm-hmm. then Owen will listen better. People will start perching up and you know giving them his ear. I do think Nucky is tired of being second guest. Right. He said that right. two or three times uh, right. at the beginning of the episode. Any anybody else want to second guess me? Uh, even freaking idiot um, Doyle. Yeah. I want to yeah. know why he didn't get more upset when Eli said they were taking the the original route. Uh, Who Doyle? Why? When, I'm sorry. When 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 Nucky didn't get when Eli informed them. That informed Nucky that they were taking the route Nucky didn't want well, them to. That was Owen. That was oh, Owen. Owen it was him. Owen. Okay, it, was, it didn't come from Eli. I'm yeah. sorry. When Owen said it, I was just surprised that Nucky didn't get more upset. He was upset, and they said, "But the roads are clear." So he's probably like, "Oh, okay. Well, the word mm-hmm. came back that the right. roads are clear." Now, I was just hoping that Nucky would know better that the roads are never clear. You know that you always have to be on. But I mean, if he gets a report, I mean, I would think you would say, okay, fine, let's just get the booze there. Right. And so now you know that's going to not be the case. And mm-hmm. and we see with Doyle, we know is just such a amazing sleaze. <laughs> and we see Eli, you know, continuing to show loyalty, which e- loyalty I was and brains. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you know, Doyle's like, know your place, blah blah blah. And and of course, Jip being. Um, a a thug and B um, just very good at very good at uh, charming people he charms the cops they're all shaking hands we're all going to make a lot of money and Eli's like oh my god it's an ambush and of course they don't listen and they all just get gunned down and and you really get to see what thugs they are because they're literally picking pickpocketing pickpocketing them you know oh this is a cool wall Yeah, Yeah. really low end yeah. Super low end. Super low end. Yeah. Which they'd have to be anyways to get in bed with Jip, but yeah. Right. And then you see uh, Jip really having zero care about oh. what just happened because he's, he's talking about sex ass. and who, yeah. which girl is better looking. And you remember, know? remember 
he said, uh, Nucky said, Roland doesn't care, you know, and right. that's why he had to die. And, right. and Jimmy said he didn't care, which is why. And this is why Jip has to die, because right. he doesn't mm-hmm. care. Right. right. He doesn't have the tact or the panache no. that a classy gangster would, would have. He has enough of it, though. He does. He oh, has he enough of it. He can turn it on when he needs to. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but to work with the, other, with the other men, I don't think he... I think with women or people that are below him, he but just when lets he works, stuff get too personal too, right? You right. know, everything's so personal with this kid, right? Mm. Go. Yeah, yeah. So, but you know, I kept thinking the whole time, like when Nucky told Eli, "That's the last gift I've given you." As much as I said, "Geez, that was a mistake. Don't you know, be like that." I was bummed because I said, "Geez, I, I think these two will never get on the same page again," and yet, great writing. I was surprised. Yes. To see at the end, not not can I talk to you, and then it's like, what now? And if you notice that the camera went further and further away, so it started out with you know coverage on right on them, and then it was shooting through the window, right? And then it was a super wide shot, mm-hmm. and, and and the song cranked up, and them just walking, which you, I to me, I just. Is great writing. And the song lyrics were something like, I miss you, buddy. Right. Or I miss my buddy. Right. Right. So. But the fact that we didn't get into a, a whole, this dialogue. is what happened and no yeah. one listened to me. Right. Doyle refused to listen, but I called the whole thing. I tried to save them. They wouldn't right. listen. If you just right. let me listen, right. knock, I can help you. And d- No. That to me is great writing. Less is more. Show don't exactly. tell. All those like oh, rules of like really good writing were totally obeyed. Yeah. And I, I loved it. And so uh, we now led to believe that these two get back together. It's horrible. Not as love, no. not as like love, no. but as that, that they'll work and respect yeah. one another. Nucky needs him. He oh. really does. Yeah. I mean, but and I think ne- he knows he, he does. He needs him, but he could be stupid, you know, and, and not use that, but now do we feel like they're going to get on the same page? I think I, I'm a little less forgiving than most, so I was kind of feeling where Nucky was coming from on this. Stay in your place. You haven't earned anything, really. You're lucky to even have this little crappy piece of shit job. But I think this was exactly what needed to happen for them to, to, to kind of take that wall down and, and give Eli a real opportunity to show allegiance and, and truly earn his way right. back into to good right. grace. Right. right. Like this was a good thing for Eli in a yes. sense. And yes. for Nucky because Nucky needs yes. him. Yeah. The, yeah. The relationship. I mean, Owen banged his wife and he's in, <laughs> and he's in bed. You know, with some floozy right. showing up late. And again, I think we're going to see more of Richard. We need Richard. No, we got to. No, Nucky and Nucky. Yeah. Nucky well, needs Richard of, and Chalky. Speaking yeah. of Richard, he really didn't. I mean, he really didn't humble. Uh, he really didn't humble. Um, oh my, Doyle. Doyle. Right. You know, I was. You would think maybe there would be a little bit of that left over in Doyle from last week when yeah, Richard really scared him. Right. Yeah, but you can't. Those guy, a guy like Doyle, you have to just kill. Right. Those just right. weasels never they're just change. They're come back. They're like a bug. Just, or, they're really, yeah. that's what it is. They just keep coming back. I always say like. Stronger you know, even. You ever go to the beach and like you've got the, the, the seagulls there and or at least on the East Coast and you're eating something and they all they all like start to creep, 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 creep up to your blanket and you go, ah, and they all like flutter away. And then just and give it like 50 minutes. Right. They start they creeping up, creeping up, <laughs> creeping up again. Right, right, you know, and that's right. Doyle. Right. So I totally buy that. Yeah. yeah he got his little spook for the moment. Soup. Yeah. He's right. never going to stop yeah. until you kill him. He's not. Until you kill him. Not that he even he has to die because he, he, he is what he is. The you minute know? he gets an ounce of power, he's just going to run with it. And he doesn't think. It's not going to no. be the right move. You know, he's just an idiot. Interesting, though, how they're... They're not letting the information out about, um, you know, the killing of the butcher. 
Yeah. Right. They haven't because um, Nucky said, "Oh yeah, where is he again?" Or yeah. Something like just that, good. alluding Hold, to like holding very his casually. cards close right. to his chest, right? And just knowing Richard did it, but Clearly, right. you know, right. he must feel there's this more power. Yeah. Do you think that Richard's going to now get closer to Nucky because Nucky doesn't really have anybody? And we from last we week, feel as though they're gonna. Yeah. Yeah, and we need him. Right. We, we need him in the army. Him. Yeah. Oh yeah. We need him. We need some. We need some badasses. Some strong recruits. Yeah, yeah. We totally need him. Yeah. I thought Owen was going to be more of a badass than he is. He Owen's started out as one. He started out as one totally, and then he kind of fizzled a little bit. He seems like a. He's gotten a little soft. Well, I have a whole theory, and I can say this because I'm a woman. That when, so there's a saying that when you chase, you you lose a lot of money chasing women, but you never lose women chasing money. Hmm. And I think when you look at Nucky and Billy, he was totally distracted and out of his wits the last couple seasons. Yeah, that's what you guys do um, to us. And <laughs> basically, right? And now that she's, I don't know where she's at in New York on Broadway, he's back focused in the game. His head's back in the game. Right. I think we're seeing that with Owen. You know, you're too busy up in Margaret's face. You're in Katie's face. You're being a hot mess. He needs to leave all that alone and get his head back in the yeah. game. Right. Yeah. That's why Richard's doing so good because he's, he's celibate. Yeah, yeah, he's out of it. You're right. <laughs> this actually is a book about that too. That's like why, like with guys, it's just such a distraction to your business if it you is. could just focus. It's not just women; it's sex. If you can just right. get right. your mind off sex, right? Um, <laughs> it's true. Then you can do well. I'm, I'm, I, I was, I love seeing Al Capone in this, and I, and I am glad that Eli and Nookie had that nice walk in the wide shot. It right. made me feel good. I, I, you know, because I, I'm, I get where Nookie has to be at odds with Eli, and um, Eli obviously went to places that you shouldn't really be able to come back from. That's what you know. I say. But, but but at the same time, he's, you know... I think Eli's sorry. I think he knows. Oh, he yeah. can recognize yep. that he looks like a, you know... I think it feels like it. You feel, And what a great actor, how he's playing it. You see such a, oh, a longing in his face. Yeah. Yes. And, and just no color and just broken and, uh, you know, going from Damn. wearing that nice uniform to, you know, just kind of the clothes of what the like the raggedy Common, workers yeah. commoners would yeah. wear back yeah. then yeah he's wearing it well he's not going he's not obstructing his bounds you know he's staying within what he's supposed to be doing he's not talking back he's uh, not resentful he's not resentful yeah. mm-hmm. and i think it's going to help him grow because if he was then he would be the same as doyle right. you know he's making bad decisions and left and right well Listen, let's let's go to news and gossip, and then we'll do catch news. Okay, so I have happy news to report that HBO officially renewed Boardwalk Empire for its fourth season. Yeah, I love that. Thank you. Um, should be a given. Should be a given. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Um, so this is interesting. So the Huff Post did a piece last week, really praising Boardwalk along with Mad Men and some BBC show. Rightfully uh, cover, so. About doing New York's history right. That's oh, okay. kind of what the, it was really neat. Yeah, um, just talking about uh, how the historical accuracy is just really on point there. And we always talk about how that is. Um, the heroin deals um, taking place on the Upper East Side and, and that being correct. Um, Billy's apartment on the Upper West Side. They talked about how like the shots and everything really pay ho- correct homage to the city life. Um, I guess the show is filmed in a studio in Brooklyn, um, and they're anticipating that we'll get more outside shots that are, are real on location 
correct to the history is the, of the Is show. the boardwalk also in a studio? And do yeah. they use green screen? It's on a river. My friend actually lives down the street in Brooklyn. Okay. okay. It's built on a river, and she's she's walked by it several times. So it's outside. It is outside. The, the boardwalk is outside. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 So, so anyways, they're just really, you know, I guess paying tribute to just how well the show is done in terms of geographical. E- even, I mean, the details of the show are insane. Even the money, you know, money back then was actually a little wider. A little you know, you see that. It's just everything. It just feels so authentic. It's great. It's one of my favorite things. And I, I'm always looking at their numbers because, you know, we need those yeah. for this show to continue on. And I think... I think the finale got like three million, and now we're down in the twos for two million viewers. And so, you, you know, know, it's like—is it too smart of a show? I think people or too niche that. or whatever. Right. But it, you know, it's 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 scary because you want we got to stay, got to stay. Feels like two million or better to justify the expense. Right, right. It is a very expensive this. show. So I want the show to keep going. I love it. I mean, I, I would hate like if they get one more season and then they. They have to wrap up like six or seven years worth of history. Right. Uh, so anyway, yeah, that's good news. But so at least far. we got one, one, one more one season more is for good. sure in the bag. So, all right, that's our news and gossip. All right, very good. Okay, so now catches of the week from our friend Mike August and Marissa. We still we remember to have Sir Richard Wentworth create some kind of drop. We need a catches like a you know he's oh, created yeah. the after buzz catches of the. Week. Definitely. We'll get on that. Well, that's the one I use. Just use that. All right. That's good. So uh, from our dear super fan, Mike August, uh, about Bone for Tuner, our last episode. He says, Margaret is looking like a gangster and wore her trademark hat like the gangsters throughout the episode, getting her power through the church and showed she can be very influential and manipulative when talking to the bishop. And it is ironic that the Catholic Church has always been more corrupt than the mafia. So that's <laughs> interesting. Jip. And this is going to speak to your point, Ebony, about um, chasing women. Oh, great. And (laughs) Jip is self-conscious. That guy thinks he's stupid, yet he lets his guard down around women, Mm. such as when he admits he didn't understand the poetry in the brothel. Uh, That may come into play with Jillian, who is a sly fox and can use that against him if needed. Ties further into the season's theme of women being underestimated at that time in history. And Jillian already knows she can control Jip by telling him, that Eli and Nucky are not on good terms with one, exactly. one another. So it's very, very interesting. Um, the event, but that speaks to your point. And, you know, it's funny to look at the the brothel in Chicago. Just right. messy. Gross. Gross. Compared Hot to, mess. Right. Hot mess. <laughs> you can feel the steam. Compared to Ugh. Jillian's. So you right. get you see the difference with what she's doing yeah. and, and speaks more to that point. All right. So for predictions. <laughs> I think Mickey Doyle is going to get it. Like, this, this can't go on. Um, I think this is just absolutely, he's costing way too much. First of all, you, you adamantly disobeyed a direct order from Nucky Thompson. We, we are seeing already, you're not getting away with that type of crap anymore. Nobody's getting away with that anymore. So, so you yeah. think he's going to get it? Yeah, he's going to get it. If not next episode, for sure. In the, At in the end the, of the season. Yeah. Okay, and so what else? Or does he may even get demoted and Eli may take over. Right. At the at the least. So, right. But what else? You've got to have other predictions. So we saw sure. a lot go on there. We're um, going to see... Well, I mean, the Rothstein and Jip connection, obviously, is going to grow and grow. And, yeah, and Nucky so is just going to be out. So so Rothstein just goes, okay, I need my booze. Yeah, so. you got right. the booze. You, you figured it. out a way to get it. I want you on my team. You know, obviously, if Nucky can't figure it out, you know, and he's got this much experience, then, like, what is? why am I wasting my time with him? 
Yeah, he's wow. not the only game in town anymore. Yeah, wow. he's not. Yeah. So, I mean, I think Jip could be fleeting, but for the time being, he'll oh, be in. I think by the, I think Jip by the end of the season or by the end of next season, you know, he'll get wrapped. Right. And right. there'll be another villain. But um, and we're gonna fi- see Chalky, which I'm excited about. Yeah, yes. and Van Alden hopefully. No, and Van Alden. I have to say though, I disagree no. with your theory. Oh what? Um, you think he's gonna start um, working with the mafia? You know, doing yeah, the yeah, he stuff. has to. No, no, no. You, he's oh. way too much of a maniac in in terms of his like religious background to do that. I think he's just gonna. I think he's going to go the opposite direction, but and I think he's going to try to work against on his own. I think that's what, oh. I, personally, I think he's still going to try to get them to stop because, you know, he is who he is. I don't yeah, think but, he would back, but I don't back know, out of But that. we don't know how much of him, it's just he's extreme. So I don't know if he's really a good person or if he's just an extremist. I know? think he's an extremist, but I think he's stuck in what he believes in. She thinks she's morally convicted on it. Yeah, I don't think saying. he's, I just don't think he, he would be comfortable to actually, because when he was in the bar where they were all partying or drinking, you know, you could tell he didn't want to be there. He was uncomfortable. That's not his setting. But he may make money off it. Here's the interesting thing. You might be right because the obvious thing, obvious thing seems as though he's going to go work for O'Banion. Right. That's the obvious thing. It seems obvious. And a good writer is going to go, no, no, no. Right. So we'll see. We'll see. Maybe he'll use O'Banion to get back in. Maybe. The circuit, but I don't think he's going to be helping him. I just, uh, but it's funny because he's going to, it seems like next week he's going to get terrorized more from the workers. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I just want to, I need to see him get some power back. He's amazing. Yeah, he's amazing. Okay. You guys, thank you so much. Please rate and comment. Uh, Send questions to info at AfterBuzzTV.com. If you're single, Marissa is too. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, okay. You guys will see each other next week. Where can they find you guys? Oh, thank you, Marissa. I'm bad. Where can I find you guys? Ebony, where? You can find me on Twitter at E-B-O-N-I underscore K. Ebony K. And you can find me at Kristen Carney. It's K-R-I-S-T-E-N-C-A-R-N-E-Y. Anyway, and you know what? You can't find me. (laughs) You know why? You can't hit what you can't see. (laughs) Bam. Bam. (laughs) See ya. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.